You know, most problems in healthcare are fixed already. Primary care is already cured on the fringes. Reversing burnout, physician shortages, bad business models, forced buyouts, factory medicine, high deductible insurance that squeezes the docs and is totally inaccessible to most of the employees. The big squeeze is always on for docs. It's the acceleration of cost and the deceleration of reimbursements. I want you to meet those on this show that are making a difference with host Ron Barshop, CEO of Beacon Clinics. That's me. Ray Dalio is maybe the greatest investor of the century, worth an estimated $18 billion just on doing deals alone. And he just claimed on MSNBC that capitalism is nearly dead and needs a dramatic retooling, denying the American dream to the 90%. There's a different take on it from a financial perspective. Peter Schiff said simply uh, put, capitalism isn't the problem, it's the government and the central bank intervention that has failed us. And Dave Chase has a different take on it that comes more from my perspective as well. He started uh, Microsoft, a health division that grew to a billion and did it a second time and then built a third company that he sold on his own to WebMD very quickly. And now he has started the Health Rosetta. Health Rosetta's job is to make sure there's transparency in the benefits field. And he has a different take in that healthcare stole the American dream. And he makes a very elegant case for that if you look at the Dave Chase TED Talk. Warren Buffett calls healthcare the tapeworm in our economy. And Bill Gates says healthcare is stealing our education and state budgets. And generals are saying that our state of emergency is nothing more serious than our healthcare system producing uh, obese Americans. So that's a lot of smart people recognizing that healthcare is busting up our economy and our military and our schools and on and on. And it's stealing the American dream. So what to do and who to blame? Well, big healthcare gets a lot of flack for the blame and historically has had a record run in the stock market since Obamacare in 2009. So it and the shareholders are really the only winners big time. And they seem like an easy target for that reason. The not winners category would be patients and employers and doctors. So pretty much all the rest of us. The healthcare lobby outspends Wall Street, Silicon Valley, big defense and big oil combined. So they're protecting the game. But there's really good news. It's really not big healthcare. It's employers. And it's all changing from the fringes. And it's improving day by day, minute by minute, by a movement that includes the transparency movement. The promise of this show is we're going to meet the entrepreneurs. The promise of this show is that you're going to meet the entrepreneurs and doctors and thought leaders that are at the heart of this change. So today I'm very proud to introduce you to Dr. Keith Smith. Dr. Smith is a board certified anesthesiologist in private practice since 1990. Seven years later, he co-founded the Surgery Center of Oklahoma, which is now an outpatient service center in Oklahoma City, owned by 90 of the top physicians and surgeons in central Oklahoma. Dr. Smith serves as its medical director and CEO while managing an active anesthesia practice. And in 2009, he launched a website displaying all inclusive pricing for various surgical procedures, a move that's gained him and the facility national and even international attention. Many Canadians and uninsured Americans have been treated at the facility, 
and medical tourism has a whole new definition. You don't have to go to Mexico. You can go to Oklahoma City and get excellent pricing and excellent service and excellent health care. His most recent effort is to launch the Free Market Medical Association, which is a new platform where those looking for affordable health care can find free market-minded providers, both physicians and facilities. And that's getting harder and harder to find as hospitals and corporations are now owning basically two-thirds of all physicians. So operations of this free market medical practice, the standard for all who have embraced this practice approach, has gained the endorsement of policymakers and legislators nationally and locally. And many more self-funded insurance plans are taking advantage of Dr. Smith's pricing model, resulting in some pretty significant savings to their health plans. His hope is that as many facilities as possible start adopting transparent pricing model, which, think about it, when's the last time you needed to go get care and you could get a price ahead of time? It's just not happening right now. So he believes that uh, this is gonna lower costs and improve quality of care. He's made appearances on all the major media that you could think of and continues to make appearances because he's making waves. And um, Forbes is the most recent one. They wrote articles featuring Dr. Smith's revolutionary approach and uh, uncompromising free market principles. So, uh, Dr. Smith, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Appreciate being on. What started this for you? What got this movement going? Well, I've I've always been a believer in the free market. And uh, right after I started my practice in 1990, I realized I might not actually be part of something that that most people would call the free market uh, and began began to question everything around me uh, and finally came to the conclusion that I was uh, an accessory to a financial crime now, on a daily basis where patients were being were really being bankrupted uh, by the price gouging hospitals where I've worked. Well, you know, hospitals are allowed to charge 4X what an independent can charge across the street for a, a test or a procedure because they treat the poor. How do you feel about that? Well, it's, um, of course, it all, it all, all the fingers point to the federal government. Uh, it's, it is, we're, we're exactly right to call these cronies to account. Um, I, I call what the, what the cronies do in the health industry as uh, financial or economic terrorism. Uh, but, but we've always got to remember it's the federal government that's driving the getaway car uh, for all of these thieves. All of these schemes that where you have not-for-profit, so-called not-for-profit hospitals, you have a, hospitals owning physicians, uh, all of these things are fueled by legislation that has created the most perverse incentives and, and driven the prices uh, through the roof. How do you compete then with a, with a lobby that outspends the four, next four biggest lobbies combined? Yeah, I mean the the health lobby is it's insane, but there's you know it's a return on investment. So these these lobbyists show up and and they bribe all the various legislators, and it's worked out pretty well for them. Um, the Unaffordable Care Act, the latest in, in the series of of cronyism that you know lined all of the carriers' pockets, as you pointed out in the intro, they've all done very well on the stock market since the passage of the Unaffordable Care Act. Uh, the only blip on their uh, stock price radar was when uh, they thought that Justice Roberts might actually declare it unconstitutional, but he came through for them. So there's a hospital transparency bill that's out in the um, on this. It's not even on the Senate floor. It's not even out of committee. To get something out of committee, let's say you have to have seven or eight votes. 
how do you even get something out of committee when most of the senators or most of the congressmen are relying on healthcare lobby money to get reelected next year? It's the biggest pot of money. It's the easiest pot of money. You just have to agree to vote or kill a few votes. There was a recent vote in uh, Ohio. 100% of the legislature was voting for transparency for hospitals, 100%. So both sides of the aisle and General and uh, Governor Kasich vetoed the bill. Yeah, and, and that's why I encourage people uh, to not look to Washington, D.C., or for really even to state government. The, the movement that is, that is really changing things is a grassroots movement uh, where employers who are self-funded are, are buying from free market price transparent providers. And uh, looking to Washington uh, or to government at any level to help solve the problems they've create, created, I think is not logical. So it seems impossible if I'm a surgeon to publish my prices because I've got uncertain rehab costs afterwards, I've got uncertain complications. So what kind of fool am I to publish my prices when there's such a wide variance in what the surgery could cost? Well, if the surgeon has a wide range of outcomes, then they should not be part of the free market movement. If if you are running a restaurant and you had a wide range of outcomes with the food that you uh, that you cooked, then you would probably go out of business. So what what I tell people is, if you really want uh, a harbinger of quality, look for someone who is willing to post their prices because. They probably know what they're doing, or they wouldn't have taken the risk of, of posting their prices in the first place. So there's not that much uncertainty. There is some, uh, and that's what insurance is for. Uh, but the vast majority of what people receive in the United States or anywhere else that we would call medical services, uh, the price for that can absolutely be known up front. Well, so in Oklahoma City, when you started this movement, you've had I think 40 other physicians have joined and published their prices as well. Is that accurate? Well, I actually publish all of their prices on, on our website. It's just all bundled. So if you look at a knee arthroscopy is $3,740 at Surgery Center of Oklahoma, that includes the surgeon. So actually the surgeon fees are included in, and so are the anesthesia fees and pathology and radiology and the rest of it. So it's cash out the door pricing, um, there are 107 surgeons that work here now, and all of their professional fees are baked into the fees you see listed on my website. So you're threatening the hospital monopoly on doing surgery. Are you getting punished or uh, treated badly in any way by either insurance plans or regulators, or is there any being pressure that's being put upon you, um, either subtly or uh, in an obvious way? Yes, the, the hospitals and the insurance carriers uh, work very closely together. Um, it's very common for a hospital to tell an insurance carrier, you know, we're going we're gonna to give you this pricing or these discounts off of our charge master, but in return, you need to exclude from your network, you know, these various physicians and facilities. So we, we don't have a carrier contract at the Surgery Center of Oklahoma and haven't had, uh, except for a very brief time, a few years ago, we've not had a carrier contract since we opened in 1997, and it's all it's all because of pressure from uh, from the hospitals, and also because the insurance carriers uh, profit off of the skim, uh, off the spread pricing from their phony discount game, 
Uh, and we, you know, with our online pricing, that opportunity is foregone for them. But we we have survived. We've survived countless legislative attacks uh, from both sides of the aisle, primarily the Republicans uh, in the early days. That has changed. I know the Republicans now uh, like us here in the state of Oklahoma, but the Democrats were our biggest defenders when we first started doing this uh, in 1997 because they saw us as the underdog. And they saw the big hospital systems and the carriers as the cronies they are. So when you're talking openly about this, um, again, insurance companies don't like hearing this. You really sort of have to be brave. You've been brave for, um, you know, 20 years we're talking now. And um, and you face the pressures now for 20 years. Why would a doctor living in Tulsa or living in Houston want to shift over to publishing their prices and dealing with all of the headaches and the bullying, the schoolyard bullying that you've been subject to? Well, it's so refreshing. You know, most most doctors I know, you know, they went into this business to help people and they, they want to be a patient's medical advocate. Uh, and they, once they realize they can also take some control and be the patient's financial advocate rather than being an accessory to a crime, uh, they, they want to take advantage of that if they can. The other reason that other so many others are following this free market movement is that they've been victimized by it. So some some people are attracted to it just because it's the right thing to do and it you know it's the golden rule, it's mutually beneficial exchange between buyer and seller. There's another group that has come along because they see patients leave their hometown and fly to Oklahoma City and have their surgery and and that's a that's a scary thing even for a large hospital system. So you look at, if you will do an internet search for UCLA cash pricing, you'll see a website that is an exact copy of mine, where University of California, Los Angeles actually stole our website, and they put prices online. And they didn't do that because they really wanted to do the right thing. They did that because of market pressure. So that that, that really is the two camps that are that, that are involved here. Well, so transparency is really almost like a, I don't want to use the word virus. That's a bad word. It's got pejorative terms, but it's a healthy virus that's spreading because you can't compete anymore if you're not publishing transparent prices. Would that be the goal or the dream is in every major metro, there's a person like you that's making sure the world knows what costs should be? Yeah, and it's like Murray Rothbard, the Austrian economist, just you know talked about the power and the beauty uh, of the market. And you know, these, these states that are in these cities that have these big hospital systems that think they're immune are dis- discovering that the world is smaller than they thought, and people are voting with their feet. And I'm, I'm at the surgery center right now, and we have three patients um, right now that are asleep, you know, having surgery that are not from Oklahoma. So the, the pressure and the discipline that the free market will inflict on the price gougers will become more intense. And, and all the price gougers know this. All these so-called poor-mouthing, not-for-profit hospitals, they know uh, their day is coming where they are not going to have money to buy ads during the Super Bowl and buy out physician practices and buy competing hospitals and, and make all this money uh, and, and claim they're going broke. And I think they know the days of that are numbered. Yeah, here, here's what I don't understand is that they're allowed to price everything four times what the guy across the street charges. They have no taxes to pay, no income, personal property, or property taxes to pay. They are the largest property owner often in the city, 
Um, so they're getting free fire and free police services for no cost. They're also getting hospital taxes in most cases. They're also getting federal largesse if they're a teaching hospital. Every one of those $60,000 residents is being funded by the federal government and they bill them out at about 2.4 million on average. So they don't need the 60,000. They're collecting more than that on these residents. And furthermore, the 50 of the 50 most successful fundraisers in America, 40 of them are hospitals. So um, not only do they have the big healthcare lobby behind them, not only do they get discounts and extra pricing, but 20% of the insurance plans in any given city are actually owned by the hospitals. So a friend of mine got pressured by, he quit sending his patients, he had 400 patients a day and he quit sending them to um, the local dominant hospital and suddenly his Aetna and Cigna contracts were kind of canceled. Um, he didn't know that the hospital owned those contracts in that city. So there's no disclosure. Yeah, and we've discovered that the price spread between what we have listed online and what the hospitals charge is about 10x. It's not 4x, it's about 10x. What the federal government pays the hospitals is multiples of what they pay independents. And so I just encourage people to keep their eye on the ball that that is gross as all of these price gouges are, they are fueled uh, by Uncle Sam. I mean, un Uncle Sam is kind of the arms dealer and this healthcare mess is kind of the fast and furious but people need to remember who the real villain in this is, because otherwise they'll turn to the very villain to solve this. Who caused it? Um, so I, you know, I, the, those are the two mistakes I think people make. Is I think the government should be involved in fixing this when it is so corrupt and has caused it. And then the other focus I think that's incorrect is people are too focused on coverage when they really ought to be focused and dialed in on the price. So let's talk about a perfect world. I like to think with a market-based solution to this government norms dealing problem. What if there was a surgery center of Nebraska and a surgery center of Louisiana and a surgery center of Texas? What if, what if there's an example of you in every state in America so that, again, everybody doesn't even have to do medical tourism. They just have somewhere to go locally. Would that solve the problem? Uh, yes, I think so. And and the good news is that's actually happening. The Free Market Medical Association just had our annual conference in Dallas, and there were there were people there from 35 states. So this is happening. And and you know, government has maybe has a role not not to swing a bat, you know, and hit people with sticks, but you know, the government has employees. You know, state governments have employees. And uh, for a short period of time, the state of Oklahoma purchased surgery for its employees uh, at the Surgery Center of Oklahoma at our website pricing. And a $200 million savings was forecast for the state for making that, making that decision. And all of the patients out of pocket was waived to steer them to the you know, more affordable solution. And of course, the hospitals came what in. Happened? Well, the hospitals came in and pressured them to stop. And, and they did stop. They they didn't stop in an obvious way. They just told me that they needed 40% off of my website prices to continue buying from me. And so I fired them. Yeah. But government government at the state level could actually create the conditions and the environment for copycats of mine to form all over the country by simply using their muscle as a buyer in the marketplace 
and and doing exactly what the state of Oklahoma did for just a short period of time. Well, I believe the state of California is also doing the exact same thing. They're going to purchase pharma on a group basis, and they're uh, I think Los Angeles County just joined them, but they're not putting up with these pharma prices anymore. They're not even going to go through a PBM. They're just going to go directly to the pharma companies and sort of demand. Well, they'll be the biggest buyer of pharma in the country you know, when they band together. Yeah, and that concept uh, economists refer to and businessmen as disintermediation, where you remove all the middlemen who who just profit from the dysfunction rather than facilitate the exchange between the buyer and seller. So uh, disintermediation is really a, a good word to know. It's It basically encompasses the entire concept of, of direct uh, purchases of, uh, of anything, uh, but direct primary care is a good example of disintermediation. What we've done at our facility is uh, if a state government decides they're going to cut out all the middlemen and buy directly uh, and, and remove all of those who jack up the charge on the way, uh, that, that's all good. Yeah. Well, so let me ask you a question. And Dr. Smith, if you had to um, describe the mood at the free market association meeting, is it hopeful, patriotic, um, hopeless? I mean, what, what's the general mood when y'all all get together? There were so many people that remarked on the way out that they'd never been to a medical meeting where everyone was laughing and smiling and inspired and even um, just tears of joy because the answer is obvious. The answer to any sort of economic exchange is mutually beneficial exchange and the free market and, and not just the bounty that the market uh, renders, but also its discipline. So the mood of the meeting is joyous uh, and it's very optimistic uh, because these are not just ideas and theories. Uh, this has been going on now for a decade. I've had my prices online for a decade and you know there's the Texas Free Market Surgery Center and the Pacific Surgery Center up in Seattle. They, they were just profiled on Fox. Um, there's outfit in Torrance, California. There's Monticello Surgery Center, Dr. Bill Grant, Dr. Uh, Dr. Kuby in Peoria, Illinois. These, these facilities are popping up all over the place uh, with this business model in mind. And actually even some improvements over what I've done. I'm learning from them. So it's, it's a wonderful mood, uh, very optimistic. Uh, and, and there are a lot of a lot of people that are really taking notice of this, uh, some of them are scared to death and others realize that it really is a potential solution to everything that ails us in this uh, industry the government has destroyed. I have this image of a Texas-based Boston Tea Party where all of your associates <laughs> go into the Lake Dallas and dump black boxes into the water and saying no more black box pricing. So, <laughs> That would make the news. A bunch of doctors throwing black boxes in the lake. So let's talk about this. Um, is there a way to expand what you're doing um, with other platforms like podcasts, like speaking? What, what's the way? What's the fastest way you can expand this idea? Well, social media has been the way that we have we have gotten this word out. I've been very fortunate to have appeared on. Um, many national uh, television shows uh, and been on John Stossel twice and uh, O'Reilly and Varney and MSNBC have had me on. Uh, so there, we've been in Time Magazine and you know, New York Times, Wall Street Journal. So more and more people are talking about this, uh, but it, it, you know, it's just like a huge tanker 
it it is there's a lot of inertia there are a lot of a lot of people who make a lot of money from this dysfunctional system who do not want to see any change and so you know it's it's been a it's been a real travel upstream it's been an uphill journey but we are really at this inflection point and we all noticed when we were in Dallas last weekend there really is something that is going on in the United States. People are sick and tired. They're fed up. They realize many times their broker has lied to them. If they run a self-funded company, they realize uh, the government is duplicitous and that for all of the, you know, we care about you, you know, what we really want to do is inflict Joseph Stalin's utopian dream of Medicare for all on you. And people are beginning to wake up and realize they've been lied to. So this, this atmosphere is conducive to um, to more and more news uh, and media attention given to these ideas, and and there are all these good news stories of cheaper and better, uh, you know, as a result of embracing these free market principles. And it's a very exciting uh, time, and and I think there are more and more people in the even in the mainstream media that that are interested in in what's going on. Are there any authors publishing books about this so that we can learn more? Yes, Charles Sauer, uh, S-A-U-E-R, has got his book out. Marty McCary, the uh, famous pancreas surgeon from Hopkins, has his book, his new book out. Um, I think uh, Dr. Doug McGuff and the Austrian economist Robert Murphy have a book called Primal Prescription that is re just required reading for anyone who's interested in this movement. If you could uh, give, have a banner flying in an airplane over all of America, what would that banner say? Um, it would probably say, uh, <laughs> I don't know, I have to think about that. Probably uh, reduce government at all levels. Uh, I mean, they are the problem in this industry. Uh, and, you know, or maybe it should say price, not coverage. And so people, people really realize that you know, focusing on getting insurance and making sure everyone has insurance coverage, you know, keep in mind the first patients that arrived at the Surgery Center of Oklahoma after posting our prices online were Canadians. And they've all got cut they've all got coverage. They just don't have access to the care uh, that many of them require. So coverage is not the focus really. I mean we focus on the price and in order to focus on the price you have to know what the price is. Uh, and there, and there's, you know, there, there are incentives out there uh, that would work, and the and carrots, not sticks. Yes. What is the best way to find you uh, on either social media or, or the web? Well, we are on Twitter, um, Surgery Center of Oklahoma. We are on Facebook. Uh, the Free Market Medical Association also has their Facebook page. Our website is uh, surgerycenterok.com. And um, there are lots of links to videos and other information there. And that that's the best way to find us. Well, I want to thank you for your service to America. And I want to thank you for your service to healthcare. It's uh, if we had more people like you, we would be in a much less of a fix. Well, thank you. Thanks for having me on your show. Thank you for listening. You want to shake things up. There's two things you can do for us. One. Go to primarycarecures.com for show notes and links to our guests. And number two, help us spotlight what's working in primary care by 
listening on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast and subscribing and leave us a review. It helps our megaphone more than you know. Until next episode.